table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWEAM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Now I can hear it. Hello, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. See, now he pushing up the levels. <laughs> you ain't slick, man. You not slick. I'm trying to make me think mean, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make me think I'm crazy. Uh, welcome to DNA Sports Talk once again. Uh, call in 404-603-87702. Uh, give us your questions or comments on a list of topics we're going to discuss today. Obviously, a recap of The Last Dance, Episode 5 and 6. Oh, look. There go other hey, levels hey, now. Hey, look hey, at hey. Left side. Right. I know, he right? He was playing Tootsie before he came on. <laughs> left was right. <laughs> he had his levels right. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, now you're too loud. <laughs> he going to cut our mic off in a minute. Um, not only the last dance, uh, some news that came out <laughs> about Pete Rose we'll discuss uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, NFL, the, the passing of Don Shula, we'll discuss that, as well as um, now we're getting feedback. Boy, I tell you, man. That's not on me. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, we, had to, we, had to, we had to run in here and do like a little eye racing and, <laughs> and set up shot real quickly. I forgot to turn off one mic. That's it. <laughs> All I need is one mic. Um, Major League Baseball, NASCAR. Uh, races are finally finna start. We'll let you know when, where, uh, who, what, where, when, and why, and how. As well as uh, back to NFL, the Cowboys and their recent um, free agency signing. And my theory on <laughs> what I thought was going to happen in the draft. Right. On... This this move this move this move to me proves what I thought was going to happen in the draft. We'll get to that, but let's start first. Uh, speaking about music, a lot has been talked about in the Last Dance and its score being one of the most uh, talked about and highly acclaimed. Um, if you do go to Spotify and type in the Last Dance, you'll see all of the um, musical scores that were used for the Last Dance, including the future episodes to come. Probably one of the best soundtracks hands down because of um all the music that was used well, in it because the 90s was <laughs> the, the well, 90s. i mean they went back a little bit with the prince that was the 80s. prince but the saying, late 80s going into the 90s, 90s and then you know marvin gay on one of those tracks but i mean the people putting together the music and fitting with every day they have been um they have not missed at all in everything that they've done so episode five and six we got the 
um, tearjerker with uh, Kobe. I thought we were going to talk a little bit more uh, about Kobe. But I, I, got a, I got a theory on that. I do, too. You can go with yours first. Well, my is just, okay, well, one, this is about the 98 Bulls. And at the, so at the time, in 1998, it's only Kobe's second year in the league. It was his first All-Star game. And what else are you going to, what else can you actually say about that? That would fit in that timeline. That, that would fit in the timeline. Right. Anything past 98, you can't really, it doesn't really fit. Yeah. No, I agree. I just didn't know how much of last-minute editing would have been done because of Kobe's passing. That's all. Now, I understand why it's so little, but I thought, you know, last-minute editing, you could have got in a, a few other clips or, or something well, that my, he my, said. Well, my theory is we all know there's going to be a documentary about about Kobe coming, coming yeah. and so there's no need to, to diminish the prequel. Or whatever coming. that is, you know. But you got to give it a little bit more nah, to entice. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. Because, I mean, as Kobe Everybody said. Everybody know it's coming. Well, I mean, true. But Kobe said it, you know, he doesn't win five championships if it wasn't for Mike. And I think we He would have really beat Mike know. if he could have hanged around with Shaq well, two know. more years. <laughs> Nobody knew how close they really were. To that, Jordan talking that about. That I didn't know either. You know, hey, give me a call. And Kobe took it literally. As opposed to, you know how we do, yeah, man, call me. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, don't never pick up the phone. <laughs> don't yet. never pick up the phone, yeah. right. But the fact that Jordan mentioned that he was like a nuisance almost as far as calling and trying to understand understand the game and his mindset and everything. So I think that along with Jordan, you know, when he passed, mentioning that, we didn't know that background. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even when going a little bit to Kobe, you know, unfortunately his, his, his demise – not realizing so the way we sitting here now and we are basically for the for the most part this last dance is kind of giving Jordan his his flowers again not necessarily need that he needed his flowers we already knew but kind of putting in perspective um what he went through what he went through and and, and how much he really shaped today's NBA you know um making it a brand yeah, well, just himself, everything. So everything you see going out, but not realizing when Kobe passed, I didn't realize how much the kids, you know, the Bookers and the Kyries and the LeBrons looked up to Kobe the way the the way the the glove. Um, how they looked at Jordan. Looked at Jordan. Now they looked at Jordan in a different kind of way, like. Respect, but hey, it's a hate for respect. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I, I think these guys, you know, who looked up to Kobe, wasn't any hate. It was a reverence. You know what I mean? Um, well, the um, guys that you're talking about, by the time they came around, didn't have enough time to go against them. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it was it was past the competitive stage of Kobe's career. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Devin Booker. He came in the league in 2016. Yeah, yeah. That was I, Kobe's last season. So, right. Um, but I, but it, I mean, I understand like the difference though, as far as how they look at Kobe because they went to train with him, like he was the one giving yeah, no, advice. Nobody trained with Jordan. No, no, no the, teammates. The, teammates. the closest, yeah. The closest was uh, when he was filming Space Jam, and they made that court for him. Yeah, and those guys came to train <laughs> with them. That's the closest anybody like, like to Jordan right. giving any advice. Yeah, uh, I think it was even Trey Young who who mentioned when it first started that. You know, Kobe was his MJ. 
So that's who the guys now looked at with that yeah. kind of reverence as that's what that's the level I need to get to is what Kobe yeah. was. And it's it's a little different because they don't have to say that about LeBron because they're still competing against him at this moment. So there is a more of a, a reverence yeah. for Kobe now because I will... again, five championships, that's who you saw growing up. Jordan was out of the picture yeah. at that point. You only knew about him because of the shoes. But but I but I will say this about Kobe and about LeBron. Nobody ate when Jordan was around. And so we all know everybody's been eating at LeBron's plate. But, <laughs> but shots fired already. It is what it is. We're only a few minutes I, in. I said three weeks ago, I don't want to hear nobody ever call about LeBron being the, after watching this. I, it, I'm it, done, I was done it's, talking it's, about it a long time well, ago. But now it's <laughs> cement. It ain't that argument or whatever. But what I also, and this is kind of off the NBA, but just kind of, you look back, you forget. Portland went two years in a row. You forget, uh, we go to the Knicks getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. When Jordan left. Three years in a row. You know what I well, mean? And the, well, they the played, they played the Bulls back. four years in a row. In a row, right. yeah. Like five so, out of six. I'm talking that about, was classic, instant classic matchups. But I'm talking about Bulls and Knicks. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, you forget how in the 90s, across all the sports, there were certain teams who never won one, but they were there like three, four years. So, you got the Knicks in the NBA. You got um, the Bills. The Bills in the, in football. Mm-hmm. You got um, the Braves in baseball. You know, Braves. Braves was in the, if not in the NLCS yeah, in the World mean, Series, five out of six years, five out of seven years in the nineties. You know, we only got the one. They, but, they uh, went to three World Series and lost one. I mean, uh, won one. But they went to the NLCS. Well, I mean, like, they were pennant winners for 14 years straight. straight. But but, but they didn't always make it to – but they went to the NLCS and then to the World Series. So there was years where you could almost write their name in to the National League, you know, the, the Championship Series and or the World Series. There were years where you could just write the Bills in to championships. There were years where you could write the Knicks into the East, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. There were years on the, on the West. You know, there were certain teams – and you start to go back and look at those players, and you're like, man, there's a lot of players who did not get the glory. And then you can go and look at two or three players who denied them. The the Cowboys, you can look at uh, Emmitt and 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 Aikman, Troy Aikman, Irvin. who you know stopped stopped a lot of people from getting rings. You can look at Jordan, who stopped 15 of the t- top 25, top 50 from getting rings. You know, a key part of that that a lot of people won't really look at because we we talk about it so much now that we feel like it's always been around is free agency these were teams where with the the knicks basically starting like when they traded oakley when they traded for oakley yeah. they were together like eight years yeah and all they did was ewing add- and oakley and then starks came in mm-hmm. starks was there in yeah. 91 yeah Mark um, Mark Jackson. Well, they they, they traded Mark Jackson, in like or they they let him walk. Yeah, Charles. But uh, uh, Charles Smith. Smith he came Charles in like ninety two. For four or five years. They had Xavier McDaniel only for one year. One year. But you know Greg Anthony coming off the but bench. The core was Anthony there. Mason. You know the, those core guys yeah. were there for a majority of an eight year run. Yeah. And today it's like, well, if it doesn't work for, one time, two years at max. Two years at max. Then, you know, <laughs> you out. Then we, then we're out of here. Yeah. 
So well, you can do what LeBron do. It don't work by half season. You get rid of the whole team. So even before, <laughs> <laughs> before I'm sorry, I'm But yeah, even before David free Black agency, fired. it's like it's like uh, you know we're we're gonna try to make this work. We may add a piece or two, but it was more like well if if we you know when we lost, okay, what can we do strategically right. to beat this team? Yeah. And it took it, then the Bulls actually did that, and they, you know, when they were losing to the Pistons, it was lost to the Pistons three straight years, yeah. and then eventually got over the hump. So it was really just adding a piece here and there. Bad. I mean, go back to basketball. You had the Pistons. Had yeah, the Pistons a, went a, three a, years a, in a row. A well, they, a row. they went to the Eastern the Conference Cup Finals at least years. five well, years. Five years in a row. row. Five. Yeah, yeah. Then you know Boston. So you had times for most of the. Late '80s up until about 2000, you had a handful of teams that were getting there and losing. That we don't talk about. Now, granted, you always, but you know, there was a bunch of teams. a lot of stars. A lot of stars across the platform are great, but don't have the chip. All because of one particular person, huh? And, 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 and like I say, so <laughs> for the you, most part. So when I you mean, start when you start going into basketball, Jordan is the main reason you have. Like I said, you got. Top 50 and start guys. giving Barkley his due. I mean, I'm. This should make Draymond be quiet too. When you realize what Barkley did, you know, in that NBA in that Finals, yeah, yeah. like he was, he had a, a glimpse of what Jordan was. Was I was not going to lose this one particular game because you know it looked like they were about to get swept. Yeah, and he literally put the team on his back, doing everything. Not only the big, uh, the round mound of rebound, but also scoring. Shooting from outside to where he really elevated that Phoenix team to even get two games, and of course it took a, a, a great shot by John Paxson to to put it away and never saw a seven game so, series. But even in that series, Jordan averaged forty one point nine rebounds and six assists, which uh, many say was probably his greatest Finals record. Well, I want to go back. So you go back to that Phoenix. I still feel we talked about it a little bit last week. And you you feel like if I understood you correctly, Chicago had a better team in all these in all these series. No, I said they didn't have a team. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I felt the other team was always yeah, nah, the better the, team. The, the Phoenix the Phoenix series, I thought Chicago had a better series, a better team, a better team. overall. But they did not have a better team. The, in, only, in, in the, the only I think the only team that they were better than I think is just that Lakers team. The ninety one Lakers. That's the uh, only team I thought they were better I than. I don't were, know. I don't know. I mean, once again, this was well, before. and then the, and then the '96, the '96 Sonics. No, I, no, I, I know. that I, Sonics so team was I legit. Thought, I thought Portland well, should have beat them. I thought Portland should have beat them. I thought. I mean, it's hard to say that the if that if that '96 Bulls team is one realize. of the greatest ever. How are we saying that the Sonics were better than them? Because we talk about matchups. Had a better roster than them. Better roster. Better roster. roster. Matchup. It's a lot different when you're playing a game against the Phoenix Suns. Then Milwaukee Bucks, then Atlanta Hawks, then Detroit Pistons, and Boston, because that's night in, night out, game by well, game. Because in that same seventy-two and ten, they lost to the Clippers twice. So, but when you get into a seven-game series, which is why we always say the playoffs is different, that's when you're seeing the same team for a minimum and four I, and games. And I should be able to exploit exploit, exploit what, right. your weakness. Exactly. And you're not going to sit there and tell me outside of Robin, outside of Rodman. That that front court that they had in '96 was better than the front court in Seattle. Well, they had, you, the only difference was one team had Jordan and the other team did. 
Well, well, I think when it got to the front court, like beyond beyond Rodman, and then for the Sonics beyond Kemp, it was just a bunch of big bodies. Which is how you build a team. If you're building a team around a guard, and now, now, it was, bunch, now, it was Burkowski okay, so and now, Irvin okay, Johnson. So that's, that's the, okay, I, so for for Seattle, I can give you that pushback. I take that pushback. Now tell me, tell me Portland's front court. It was uh, Buck Williams and Kersey. I'm I'm and, I'm and, agreeing and, that and the Duck that the Blazers had a better roster. Yeah, yeah. The, the Blazers had a deeper roster than the Bulls. Okay, okay. I'm saying the only ones that the Bulls may have been definitively better than yeah. were the '91 Lakers. The 96 Sonics. Okay, so you had Kemp, Nate McMillan, Gary Payton, Sam Perkins, Detlef Shrimp, Eric Snow, like you said, Brock Costley. I'm just naming everybody. I'm no, I just named everybody. That's all I'm doing. Irvin Johnson, (laughs) Vincent Ashley, David Wingate. That's all. He didn't want to hear hear no more of the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come after us, snow. (laughs) Slow snow. Don't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all. <laughs> but he, was, he was a rookie at that point. So, all right. So, if we go point guard, Gary Payton against Ron Harper, who you taking? Gary Payton, right? All around Gary Payton. Okay. Shooting guard. Uh, obviously, we're going to take Jordan over uh, Hersey Hawkins, right? All right. So, small forward is uh, Detlef Shrimp versus Pippen. You'll take Pippen, right? All right. Power forward, Sean Kemp. No question. It don't matter who... Um, Against Rodman, though. Yes, Sean Kemp. Still. Yes. To this day. <laughs> but if I say, to this day. <laughs> and the center, um, Irvin Johnson. I'm taking or, Irvin Johnson over whoever. Over whoever. Longley and Winnington. Yes. Irvin, Irvin Johnson. Yes. Come Irvin yes. Johnson. Combine them all together. Combine them all together. We, this, the, we talk, this is Irvin, no A. We're not talking about Magic Johnson. We We're talking about Irvin, Irvin Johnson. Yes. I'm, and I take... I'd, I'd take anybody center over them centers the Bulls had. Right. At any time. Any decade. <laughs> <laughs> Past, present, or future. I think y'all y'all forcing oh, it to prove your on, point. Come on, come on. No, we're not. Y'all saying Irvin Johnson's a better player than Luke Longley. Yes. yes. What do you understand? Yes. And I, I, don't know where, I don't know where you're getting this from. Oh, Watching the game. <laughs> Watching the game. All right, people on. Um, uh, okay, I want you to look at what Irvin Johnson did in that finals versus Luke Longley, versus what Luke Longley did in the finals. About the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, one of them had four points, the other had seven. I, I, but I but don't. Johnson had more of a defensive-minded presence for them than Luke Longley had. Luke Longley was there for six fouls. So was Williamson. So yeah, that, we all do that. They were part of the rotation. And to make the triangle offense with make sure you use, use all it. your fouls. You got 18 fouls. You better not be in the locker room with less than 15 <laughs> being used. That was it. So I, th- I, think, I think the Bulls centers were more of a factor offensively than Irvin oh, Johnson. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? The first, three, the first three finals, the Bulls had an easy – well, outside of the Lakers, they had a better team than the Lakers. Youth-wise, roster-wise, then when you throw in the injuries that – the Lakers stumbled into that uh, that series. Bulls, no no problem. The next one was Seattle, right? Portland. I mean Portland. Portland. Uh, no, Portland the, had a better. The, the, Portland the, had a deeper roster. Better I'll, team, I'll give you and that. it was Portland's second time there because they had lost a year before to the Pistons. To the so Pistons, now right. you, you had know, the experience, experience or whatever. So nothing brand new. I would give the Bulls that advantage going against Seattle. Seattle, their first time for all of those guys being there. So 
Sometimes you have a deer in the headlight. What what Rodman wanted. I mean, up, I mean what, he, even not Rodman. But I mean, what, even though you look at the Lakers roster on paper, though, I mean, it was nothing to sneeze at at this point. I mean, but it, all them all them had, twelve plus years though. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Magic was the only one that had eleven. Him and Michael Thompson. That's it. What about Worthy? Worthy, Worthy was only eight. He was only eight years in at that point. So okay, but uh, so, I, but I put this I put it this way. Now, I, I, I'm, Byron I'm, Scott giving, was only I'm seven giving him years. AC Green was five. You know, I'm gonna uh, Vladdy was uh his in his um first year. Yeah, I'm gonna give Eldon Campbell was a rookie. So I'm gonna give the core of the Lakers. They might have they might have been between nine, eleven years. And, but and I'm, for that but, same but reason, I, though, but, I, but, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they have fifteen years on their body because they have been to the finals, the finals, the finals, okay. the finals, the finals. But you know the what other mean? thing is they had the experience and the Bulls didn't. So that's the other thing. The Bulls could have easily been like, we finally got yeah, over the Pistons. Especially after game one. We, we finally so got past the one. Pistons, right. We lose game one. Because of experience. Right. So, But they also smelt the blood in the water that these Jokers is old and we should have won game one. And Magic was the only one that was considered old. But you even look at going back to the last dance. You look at how that practice went for the 92 team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way that Magic was going after Michael and Michael coming back. Yeah, yeah. You know that they, of course, they talked about those practices were probably harder than any other game, game played. They played the, that first, it was yeah. the best pickup game ever played. But I would still give the advantage to the Lakers in that '91 series. <clears throat> going in, because I mean, I of course, you. hindsight is different now. But going in, you just sp- like when we talked about Portland, they had been there before, so they had more of an advantage of being back-to-back uh, Western Conference Finals champion. They had been there. That was the Bulls' first time ever being I on that it. stage. But the reason why I say, um, if you look at the Warriors now, and you see this, this is why LeBron gets so much credit and gets so much so much praise, rightfully so. It is a wear and tear on the body when you go back and forth every year. There's no rest. Um, no, it is. You know, and so that Lakers team, they were on. Granted, you can sprinkle a few guys in there, but their core, their core was on their last leg as far as. They spent most of the night, most of the most of the eighties, all of the eighties, all of the eighties, and beyond the second round. Like I, I, I don't think there was a year in the eighties, maybe nineteen eighty, or my magic, the Lakers. Well, they they won the championship in nineteen eighty. I think in in eighty in eighty one, I know they lost in the first round. I about to say maybe and then in eighty six they lost in the conference and finals. And then yeah, Houston the beat, Houston beat them one time out the blue, or whatever. So out of a ten year span, two years. You go home sometimes in early May. Yeah. And even the one year when you didn't get to the finals, you got beaten in the Eastern Conference Finals. So really, nine out of the 10 years or nine out of the 11 years, you are always playing until late late May, if not June, because you're in the finals. That's that, that's why I said those guys have 15 years on them, because that's four or five extra seasons, you know, for all those guys. And we've seen it just recently with the Warriors when you have a core guys who – and then you got to count the this, 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 the playoffs before you get to the finals. So it's a buildup. So it's a two-year, you know, a first round, a second round before you hit that spurt where you, you know, conference yeah, finals and, 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 and finals. But none of them, for part of that, none of them had to worry about Olympics. And so, then now for these younger guys, then you got to add, guys, you gotta add Olympics, Olympics too. and qualifying and stuff like that. So a lot of them didn't have got to you. worry I about that. You. I got you. But I, I will give a slight credence to 
how you played in those well, in yeah, those yeah. eras. Yeah. It, it, you got beat up. Yeah. So the game was a lot more physical. So add, so add fifteen more games. <laughs> add fifteen more games on top of whatever you were. <laughs> the game was definitely a lot more physical at that point. So that that added to it, which is why in uh, last Sunday's episode, Jordan had to start putting in a weight training program was to just get past the pits and because of the amount of pain and everything that was inflicted upon him. But I will say that looking at this time and that dream team, I think we can finally say it wasn't all on Jordan as to why Isaiah Thomas wasn't on the team. Uh, People are saying that Pippen hated him more than Jordan did. I didn't realize it was that much hate for uh, for For Isaiah. Isaiah. Um, Of course, Bird didn't like him. Magic didn't like him because once you Well, Bird Bird and Magic didn't like him. He was beating up on him. Just recently. Recently. But the fact, too, that if you remember, uh, him and Magic and Isaiah used to get that kiss before the finals. Yeah. And then Magic, you know, didn't like him because he was talking behind his back, saying that he was gay and everything else. So that's when their friendship kind of dissolved before they became, you know, they were speaking again. So it wasn't just Jordan. It was at least five or six of them that but didn't it, like it Isaiah It had to Thomas. be Jordan, Pippen. Bird, Magic, and Carl probably Carl Malone. And Carl Malone. And, and that's, by, a, that's and almost the, half the team. And because of Carl Malone, probably John Stockton, too. Yeah, yeah, it's right. like, you're not taking my spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing was, they had announced the 10 guys, and then the last two spots was going to go to one college player and one pro player, and it ended up being Clyde Drexler. Clyde was the last person to get picked. So out of those, and uh, P.J. Carlissimo talked about it, out of the last ones that were picked, they didn't, of course, have anything to do with it. But it was going to be either Clyde, Joe Dumars, or Dominique. Those were the last. I think uh, Dominique um, had torn his Achilles at that time. Right. Uh, no. <clears throat> that was after. Okay. Then that, that was the next year. Then that was the next. But year. I'm so basically he didn't have a chance. Isaiah had no chance. Yeah. I right, listen. Th- if three guys hate you on that kind of team, that's too many. We talking about six. At yeah, least six. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but PJ also said that it wasn't a big deal then because this was the first time they had selected NBA players. So it wasn't uh if like it is now. Now of course it's a big deal going back and looking at it. I but think, at that point in it, time, no, I think, I, think it, it, I mean maybe it wasn't may, a big deal. I think they're downplaying it because if you're looking at the accomplishments of those players at the time, with the Isaiah exception of had, Christian Leitner, everyone else is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, well, I, well, and, yeah. and Isaiah was the most and, recent champion. No, I, it is. But they so, would have rather Joe Dumars than Car- Isaiah Thomas. Car- Carmelone and Stockton didn't even sniff the finals yet. They went to the conference finals once they, right. by that by that time by that, by that time. Then where was where was old boy from St. John's? Um, Mullen. Mullen. He hadn't sniffed nothing. Second they they round. Won a, they won a playoff series. Yeah, oh, they okay. made it to they the second play round. Play. <laughs> keep on keep on, keep on going. Keep, keep on as far as the guys on there. Uh, Ewing. Uh, Ewing had to sniff past second round because Jordan was in the East. So David were, Robinson. Dave Robinson hadn't sniffed nothing. Until they made the conference finals once. once. Yeah, made once. conference finals by then. But yeah. I'm go- but keep on going. How many champions? Champions you gonna start talking about? It was only Bird, Magic, and Jordan. No, Jordan didn't have a title yet. Yes, he did. He had the one. He had one. Yeah. He had one. He had, one. he had two. He had two. He had just no, one. They they selected him in '91. Well, yeah, he selected '91. So just just yeah. got the one. Right. Isaiah had two. Probably could have had three in a row. 
but it's about team and it was recent. And it was recent. It was not like hey, hey, it hey. Just talk talk to Rod Thorne. Talk to Rod Thorne. His decision. <laughs> <laughs> but you, it was Rod, it it's all right what the team chemistry, uh, team chemistry was at that yeah. point is they were going to pick a defensive player and Joe Dumars over Isaiah Thomas. So that just shows you the mindset of what they were trying to yeah, yeah. to build. Yeah, and I and I and I agree. Christian Leitner should have been overshot. He had the more decorated college career. If you're going to go down that route. I'm going to tell you all right now, the reason why I don't like Kristen Leitner, and this is when I really started hating Duke, is that Kentucky I've game. when he no. When he stepped on Mr. Stepped on he shouldn't have been in the game, game from there to begin with. He right. should have got put out. The refs didn't then see he it. He doesn't make that turnaround jump shot. Prop. Yeah, if he's kicked out, they yeah. don't beat Kentucky. No. And then we don't talk about we don't talk about him no more. It's almost as it's. Christian Leitner got well, the same. Because he went to Duke, we still would. Yeah, a little bit, but not as much. Not as much. But Christian Leitner got the same luck Tom Brady got. They should have lost to the Raiders, and yeah. the history is totally different if that happens. That's all, you know. And we know <laughs> they should have lost. It's not no if or whatever. It's the ball the bounce. Tuck room, man. You know he fumbled. You know. The game is over. The game is over. And so that New England doesn't, we don't know. They don't, They might, Brady might get shipped off. Who knows? Who knows? He might come back with Bledsoe or whatever, but. It, history is definitely changed. changed. <laughs> Leitner stepped on Masburn blatantly, and it wasn't like I, oh, I, oops, I tripped over my them. He stomped on him. <laughs> it seemed like he like he just squished him. He did. He did. Broke all his ribs. Know, yes, right? he did. He had to get to the back. <laughs> yes. Take yes. Yep. yep. All of that stuff. <laughs> but it, it was funny too, though, that Jordan did say. Best point guards ever was one Magic and two Isaiah. Even though he hates them to this day, he used the word hate. I'm like, man, especially for his you really size. hate him, but he still respects him yeah. and you know the contributions that he's made to the NBA. But that is the only thing missing from Isaiah's Hall of Fame career is a gold medal. Yeah, and the other thing too you is one from Melo. when they <laughs> <laughs> when they put this team together, only. What Jordan had been on the Olympic team and David Robinson, Robinson and Ewing and, and Ewing. Mullen and their college Ewing college Ewing Mullen and Jordan were all on the eighty four team, team. Yeah. right? Barkley got it. cut from the eighty four team right. and Stockton got and cut. From the got cut. So Robinson was, was on the special for them to even be selected. Whereas yeah. now you got guys who you know really don't care about playing in the Olympics anymore, but it was something yeah, special for yeah. them. And Robinson, he was on the 88 team, team yeah. that made that them get the eight, the, nine, the NBA players in the first place. Right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and discuss more of this last dance. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. Be right back. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle 
or in paperback form, make sure you go and read about the Billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment? Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows? Well, isn't that special? All on one app? Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so, 4460387770. Also live on Facebook as well as Periscope. Appreciate your comments. Uh, as we've been talking about this last dance, yeah, it did seem kind of weird. Uh, not seeing Kobe out there Hawks beat. Um, going back to um, the last dance, I, we got into Michael Jordan's gambling problem, which he says he didn't have a problem. He <laughs> okay. had a competition so do drunks. problem. Right. He, <laughs> he got a gambling problem. I'm just, I'm just, I'm no, just I'm telling just you saying, what I mean. He, he, Michael Jordan had a gambling problem. The only right spot is he didn't gamble on basketball. That we know that of. That we know of. And that's why he had to go away. I'm, I'm a firm believer in, because it came up that he went to Atlantic City with his dad during the Eastern Conference Finals against the Knicks. They dropped the first two games. And then, of course, they go on to win four straight because he had gotten fed up. He even had Ahmad Rashad um, provide a little small press conference to kind of clear up some of the um, backlash that he was getting from the media at that point. And because of that, you, you could see, even when he was laying in the hotel room talking about not everybody's built for this, like once I leave out of here, every all the pressure, every eye is all on me at this point. We can only imagine what it would be like now. Yeah. It'd be that times 10, considering who he was. So it made it seem like he just needed uh, to get away yeah, type of outlet. thing, an outlet. But it was about the gambling. Like, how do you get involved with somebody named Slim and you write him a $50,000 check for initially was a loan, then it not, was... Not only Slim. And others. And uh, others. No, no, no. A Jerry Curl man <laughs> named Slim. Man, they were just... In the 90s. Man, the, the curls were just leaving. 
Someone was still hanging on to him. So, so his- Coming to America killed the Jerry Curl. <laughs> if you had a Jerry Curl after that, yeah, you had a problem. You were a shady character. <laughs> so, so here's his, his what here's what the NBA, in my opinion, did with Jordan that whole, and what David Stern and everybody did. And you also seen it again with the gambling when they got in, when they got involved with the um, when they figured out the uh, ref was doing it. The NBA did just enough digging to to say they did it. Yeah, and to maybe disprove some points and then realize that if they dig anymore, they'll wind up proving some others. And so I'm with you. I believe Jordan left for two reasons. I believe he had to leave the game because NBA was like, you leave for two, you leave for these two years, then you And I don't even retired. think it was a set limit of two years. But you just leave. You got to leave for at least a year. I think that was it. But I... There was there was a verbal agreement, yeah. I believe. There's a verbal agreement. You walk away, we stop our digging, you know, and then if this blows over PR wise, yeah. Then back. after a while, you know, it's gone and it's done. But I also believe he needed to walk away to kind of calm down the debts that he had, or the pressure to make up those debts. Which is why I think his you know, father was killed. But, I don't to this day. I still would think that that was someone sending too, it's, a message. It's, it's too ironic. Yeah. To, to be in the backwoods of North, North Carolina, Carolina to get robbed at, and I don't know the exact details, but nine, And everybody o'clock. know who you are. That's, that's my point. That's what, that's what I'm about to get to. There's everybody there's, know who there's certain your towns son in is. the South. Because they look just alike. There's certain <laughs> towns, but there's certain towns in the South. I don't care how big they actually get. If you're from there, you know who to... Here in Atlanta, if you go to the West Side, if you've grown up there... Everybody knows whoever you are from the West yeah. Side. They know, oh, you are Jim Brown's son. Everybody knows. It's, it's not a... So we in a huge metropolitan area, and if I can say that, how much more I can say that in a, in a small... No, in a small town. Even back then, though. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody. I haven't been home in 20-plus years as far as living where I'm from, South Carolina, Charleston. And I go home right now today, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you, you want Nita boy. They know who you are. You know what I mean? So, so his dad was killed because of the gambling. And that's another reason why he had And the two dummies who did it, when they finally started talking, was like, oh, we didn't realize who it was until after we seen them. Oh, yeah. Okay. But look, also, they, that's something they've kept up for the last 27 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to. And they still alive, right? In jail? Okay. I, I, they I, had I, to. I, I, I they think they're about to get out. I think they're about to get out. See? <laughs> <laughs> But you you gotta stick with it at and this he's, point. And even with even with Jordan, the other, he has to say too much with Jordan more. is yes, it, it seemed to be all about golf, and I'll take his word for it. it the gambling was about golf, but the speculations would have started. Well, if you gambling that hard on golf, are you point shaving? Uh, it, it brings it to the whole Pete Rose. We're getting that in a second, but. It's like, it's no way it's all about golf and cars. You gotta be betting on games. And at that point, the NBA had become global, thanks to going him. overseas and the Dream Team and him. We saw the Gatorade commercials, the McDonald's commercials, the Haynes commercials. I mean, Jordan was selling everything close to two, toothpaste at that he point. He was 10%. Ballpark drinks. <laughs> he right. was 10%. Energizer batteries. He everything. was 10% of the GDP. Gross national product. Pretty much. Yeah. 10%. So, that shows you, like, okay, if this guy is found to be even remotely 
gambling on the, the NBA game of basketball. Done, the NBA is and the done. NBA had and just they gained, and they had just gained their footing. That's the right. reason why I said they dug enough to answer questions, but they weren't going to dig enough to get the real answers. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and so couldn't. what? And after a year and a half it passed, and it had all died down, and, and we didn't care no more. Yep. Then hey, come on back. And actually, our focus got turned to something else. Two other letters, OJ. Yeah. Like Larry, at, at yeah. that time, everybody's focus, no matter what you was in, yeah, it was on OJ. was on was on the the case of the century. Yeah. So, it was a perfect time for Jordan to come back. And give a We're in the four or five. And, and give a relief, <laughs> give a relief to like, quote unquote, good wholesome sport. You know what I mean? Right. It, you know, so instead of us watching, and the NFL was probably happy. <laughs> like, talk, oh, yeah. talk about something else other than one of our greatest, right? Involved in, like again, the case of the century, <laughs> double <laughs> homicide. Right. So, so yeah, all in at context. The gambling. That's what it was about. But, I, yeah, he, he has a gambling problem. And just because you have the money to afford it, that doesn't mean that you don't have a gambling problem. So I, I'm glad that they touched on everything. I, I'm glad they didn't shy away from that. But, I mean, the way this joker was trying to make his tea times, the way he was dragging Scotty Pippen out of there. Like, I got a Hey, Scotty, can we ask you a couple questions? No, no, no. no, no he can't no, talk to no. you. No. <laughs> That shows his competitiveness. <laughs> I mean, even in the practice, you know, going back to the dream team to where he took over in the final few uh, minutes for his team to beat Magic's team, it was because he was competitive. In, in practices with the Bulls, um, hitting Curry in the face, which I think will be in the next episodes coming up, it's because of his competitiveness. Even to where he was playing quarters like we used to do in school with the uh, security guy, you know. <laughs> like Magic said, he wanted to buy the pot if they were playing cards. He would play cards all night long, get a nap, go work out, get a nap, and then go to the game and drop 30, 40 points on like four hours of sleep. Well, it, yeah, it shows his drive. We're talking about they play cards on the plane with the team. And in the front, John Paxson and Will Purdue or B.J. Armstrong are playing a dollar a hand. <laughs> Jordan's like, oh, I want to play. He's like, we're playing a dollar a hand. Why do you want to play with us? Because I want your money I in my pocket. Oh, my been a great song. <laughs> Weezy throwing 50. I'm throwing five. <laughs> <laughs> the money ain't the same, baby. <laughs> but it is when you're competitive, yeah. though. That's just how it is at that point and I can just only imagine you know the real car hands that they had how much money they were really putting up for him to be like I'll just buy the whole pot just so I can take your money yeah. not even worried about what the hands were uh, the other thing that came out of this is he needs Nike needs to do something for Jordan's mama because if it wasn't for her he signs with Adidas or somebody need to go back in time and shoot the Adidas <laughs> man and get a different man to come. Oh, was it mom? A, was it the mom? His mom or, told or, him or, to take the meeting with Nike. He didn't want. He didn't to. want to take the he meeting. He wanted to go he, to Adidas. And Adidas wasn't. I don't think they rejected him. They weren't ready. They for, said they weren't ready. They weren't ready to make a basketball shoe. I guess no. like to they were soccer. The, the ideas that David Falk had his agent for Jordan to 
be looked at as the same as the tennis players and the track yeah. stars. Yeah. Adidas was not ready for that. And Nike and was a startup. So Nike, the, Nike, Nike was a starter. Nike was just known for track. Track, right? But they were ready to do because Converse was the was the that was the main that was the main shoe. Bird, Bird, and Magic had the Converse. Isaiah, Isaiah, yeah. and, um, um, Bernard Doc, King, Bernard King, King, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. uh, Doctor J, Dr. J, Mark McGuire, yeah. like all the everybody had Converse. Yeah. it was the official shoe of the NBA yeah. when they when there was such a thing. Yeah, the bad ankles, ABA, all that, the bad, <laughs> bad ankles. Well, he, hey, well, actually, even, actually, even though, Jordan Warns were bad because you go back to his yeah. last game in '98 where he played against the the Knicks in Madison Square Garden and he wore those old ones and yeah. how he said his foot was bleeding. Yeah, man, you can barely walk in those ones if you walk in the ones more than. 30 minutes. That's what no one no <laughs> one plays basketball no one. in in uh Jordan ones or Air Force ones. No one plays basketball in those. They're like playing anymore. in Chuck Taylors. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard. That's why I said Converse the bad ankle shoe. <laughs> now the, the 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 magics and the birds were hard though. The purple and the purple and gold yeah, magics and the green and they white. They were a little tuck. bit better. They yeah. had a they had a half an inch of foam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones had no foam in them, none whatsoever. Now, the re-releases have a little Beautiful, bit in yeah, but the yeah. originals, yeah. it was nothing. I don't know how in the world he scored, what was it, 40 points in those shoes? Yeah, like 45. Like 45. Yeah. At least 45. <sighs> and was able to walk after the game? Young. <laughs> He said, "By he said at, oh, during the interview, he's like, my feet are killing me.' But he said my sock was soaked in blood, soaked Man. in blood. But he uh, he was scoring, and he he didn't take a ball. He's like, I'm having a good game, so I didn't want to take, take a ball. <laughs> that ain't superstitious. <laughs> um, the other thing, uh, Jerry Cross mentioned that when uh, they interviewed him, yeah, it's about the organization, it's about the, the the management. We have the best management in the world. We have the, and I'm like, wow." You can see why Jordan really hated this guy. He, he because he always wanted to, to take the credit, no matter what. Instead of saying, yeah, we have, you know, Jordan is the, one of the best, and we have a good team, and we're thankful to have a good management as, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look That's like, what you're supposed to say. This situation, I think, um, in future conversations, it will be compared to the Cowboys breakup. Um, oh, after definitely. they after the second Super Bowl, so, yeah, yeah, because Jerry Jones wanted credit, credit, and everyone would seem to be giving credit to, to Jimmy. Jimmy Johnson. I mean, it was Jimmy Johnson being aggressive with trades, Trade, yeah, and that, being and, aggressive with and, scouting and taking care of the crazy fools. When you find right. out they were moving <laughs> weight, they were they were moving weight. They, they had they women. Had, they, <laughs> they, they, they had they had a house. Yeah. <laughs> A special house, right. right next to the practice field. So you, when you like, you start realizing what he was dealing with. I.e. Phil he, Jackson he, having he, to deal with Rodman. Yeah, he is the Phil Jackson of NFL. Yeah. As far as um, <laughs> it co- takes a lot more than just X's and O's. Yeah, you got to do get, all the personalities to deal with personalities and be able to manage all of them. I give now, Jimmy, Jimmy did, Johnson more credit because we're talking about a 53-man roster. Yeah. Now Jimmy Johnson, did, Jimmy Johnson did have an advantage, though. He dealt with some of them knuckleheads at the University of U, so he already knew. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Bringing them on. And here. he had to deal with Jerry Jones. But now, so that, he had now, two that, different that's, ways. That's the, of that's the thing with. that he lost because that's why he left because he wasn't he wasn't going to outdo the owner. 
or the out doing the, well, the got, owner made sure he got he him, made that, sure he got out of there. But I, I was just surprised at how Jay Cross was still about it's me, it's me, it's me. But that's who you are. That's who you are. You got the best player in the least, world. Least on the you team. Could, least you could say to him. Least you know that's who he is. I mean, it's true. I mean, but, but I, I do. This is what he gets credit for, right? He's he made the, some great trades. You look at the, the stuff that he's he the did. First, he's the first general manager, and now he's in the Hall of Fame for this, I think, primarily. He built a championship team around a shooting guard, yeah, yeah which had was, never happened. Yeah, it was always the big man. But, I mean, but you also look at the moves that he made, and he also was the, had the foresight to go across seas and go get Kuko. Nobody was thinking the whole thing about getting the guys from overseas then and even to now still is they soft. Yeah. You know, I don't want to uh I don't I don't want a European guy cuz he's not going to be able I to I think bang. part of that is like as far as like why uh Pippen was so uh, against against Kuka. Kuka. Yeah. that was his spot. Exactly. Yeah. Because he like Kraus Kraus discovered Pippen. Yeah. So so, he so now he's like, I "Oh, can... you just discovered this other dude that's going to take my spot." That's right. how that's how he I mean, saw that's it. How and they shut, looked at and it. they shut that joke down. down. Yeah. Oh, because uh, who was it? I think it was. Uh, but that wasn't magic. Was like, man, I felt bad for the way that they were going after <laughs> Kukos the way. But it Jordan was. But it was a mess. But it was. Turns it was a message to, at Krause. At Krause, though, this is going to be your guy, right? Okay, you going to come in here better than Bruce. They respected him in 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 a gold medal game where he had uh, what was 17 and 9 or something like that yeah. that he came back and played and they were like okay he, he he's a lot tougher it. right he could take it yeah. what's funny is that like when they found out that okay Kraus likes Kukoc they went at him and in the 93 finals Jordan remember that Kraus said something about how Dan Marley's a good defender that's why he had he had to go had at to go Marley and I, 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 I feel bad I, for everybody that Kraus said this is a good player because Jordan feel, took it personal for each and every one of them. I felt bad for a man at Portland. I felt bad for, for Clyde. Clyde. I know. Because like they kept saying Clyde was great. But he was. He but, was. But, but I don't remember nobody talking about Clyde being better than Jordan. Well, Whoever wrote that, Clyde <laughs> need to go to Where him. was that written? Yeah. Somebody, somebody wrote, wrote that. Somebody Who wrote, wrote that? <laughs> Clyde wrote like, it. man, I didn't. Because the farthest Clyde would go is that, uh, well, we're the two best. Yeah. <laughs> That's, but that might have been Somebody too much. Somebody wrote it. Somebody <laughs> wrote it. But Jordan wanted to make sure that there was no doubt that he was better. So it couldn't have been close. He couldn't have said, we're. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't be in the same conversation. <laughs> he had to make sure that there was no doubt he was the best, hands down, which is why all of this has even come out earlier, not just because of the pandemic we're going through, but because he released this to show y'all, I am the best. There, <laughs> That other guy that came out of Akron, is second, way second. Like, the way Jordan talks. Way talk, second to Kobe. Exactly. <laughs> That's what Jordan is trying to get everybody to realize. And there was, there was someone who said, uh, someone tweeted that um, if Jerry Krause said, hey, you know, the, the sky is really blue. But Michael Jordan said, so at that point, I decided to not look at the sky anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things I appreciated brought back a memory was, uh, was it March 27, 1998, here at the Georgia Dome here in Atlanta, yep. the 62,000. I remember being there for that game, uh, driving up from Columbus, Georgia at the time to, to come and watch that game. That was Amazing. Now, granted, I was, the, I was way up in the nosebleed. Yeah, and they had the, they had the black thing that went around. <laughs> I was like, they had the black thing that went around. The, oh, uh, man. You know, had, that was an amazing game. I, I mean, I had to sneak down to actually 
get a glimpse of Jordan because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even with binoculars tell that that was him. <laughs> you know, close toward the end when you go down when he dropped, I want to say 34 and a um, eight or nine point win against the Hawks at that time. But to this date, that is the, Hawks had an okay team. I still want to say they were not a decent team. They were, they made the playoffs. They were four. Still to four this day, the largest uh, NBA game in attendance. Yeah, over sixty-two thousand. The football Well, yeah, because um, State Farm Arena, which is now called, wasn't being built yet, and the Omni they had tore that down. Yeah. So that was the um, the time that Jordan came into the building. Uh, the other thing too that uh, everybody quotes is when uh, Gant was running for a Senate seat in North Carolina. Uh, everybody wanted he was black going against a white politician everybody wanted Jordan to endorse him and Jordan jokingly said you can take it however you want it whether he's joking or not Republicans buy sneakers too and that has been the montage that has been given Jordan for years now is that he never got involved politically in anything or never took a social stance for anything but looking at this I, I see why because he didn't want his name attached to anything political. At that time, you had the John Lewis's, you had the Jesse Jackson and the others who were the political leaders, who were the political voice. Now, as we look at it now, they, they, those void. people are gone. We don't have that that same... Well, they're, they're around, they're old. They're, oh, right. They, we don't have that same kind of voice. Uh, so, he grew up as... I'm playing ball, and that's my job. I'm going to leave the politics to other people. Granted, he was the face of NBA and, you know, the world at that point. So what he said would have made a difference. So I think that's one of the reasons why he just donated to the fund but never put his name attached to something. And David Falk had come out and said that somebody was going to pay Jordan $100 million for his name and likeness to be present at something for like an hour or so, and he turned it down. So it just goes to show that if he puts his name to something, that he's behind it. Now what happens, and I'm not, you know, not saying that this is true, but what if uh, Grant had gotten office based on what Jordan had endorsed and said, yeah, I'm voting for him. He turns out to be a pedophile or something. Then everybody's saying, you voted for a pedophile. You put your name behind something else that's attached. And I think that's why Jordan stayed clear of everything, is to to have that face of ambiguity of, I'm just here to play basketball. That's why I'm not getting involved in anything that has social uh, activism or politics. I'm not going to, so I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm not gonna give Jordan an out on this. I didn't say it was wrong. I'm just saying no, no, no. I, I, I see get, why he no, did. No, I'm you know I'm not gonna give him an out. I'm gonna kind of maybe piggyback off of you a little bit on that. So we just talked about earlier. Nike came to him and was like, you know what, we wanna in his in his agent, we wanna make you a brand. So if you're becoming a brand. There's, there are certain things to your point when you when you're starting a business. How do you Associate. What do you, what do you hitch your, hitch your wagon to? And so, and at that time, there had been a big break in, probably from the Bill Russells and the Muhammad Ali's, you know, 
just thinking back off the top of my head now, I don't think the the, the late seventies and the eighties and into the nineties you really had anybody of fame, whether it be musical. Well, let me take that back. On the music side, you had you had hip hop rap that was being vocal Very about vocal, right. uh, about um, injustices in in, 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 right. in the in the black community. Um, and you probably do have a few people. I, I'll put this: you, you didn't have anybody, any true leaders. Any well, no, anybody in the entertainment world, as far as actors, at a very very high level. Now, Bell, like I said, I can think of now, Belafonte and those guys, but they had been doing it for years prior too. But you didn't have the Michael Jacksons really talking about injustices. You know, Michael started that kind of late in his career too. You know about you know he did the We All the World, but outside of that. He wasn't talking about, you know, police brutality or whatever. He did that stuff later on in his career. You had um, other people to do that, too. Yeah, yeah, to your point, yeah. So you, you mix in, I'm being a brand, I'm a businessman. I don't want to mess up. Now, again, you got to count in, too. I, he's 10%. When I mean 10% of the GDP, he wasn't producing these things. But when you started going back, everything was flowing through his name. Yeah. So nobody else, I, I, I hate to sound like uh, Frank White, or uh, Denzel, <laughs> Frank Lucas. I, I'm 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 Coke. I'm I'm Pepsi. You don't know who the you don't know who the uh, who the CEO who the CEOs is. are. You just know the product. I feel that was his his mindset, mindset or that's what he was. The you other know. thing too, I was talking to uh, Kim about it. Look at how he grew up. Two parents, hardworking, probably middle class. You know, granted, it's still North Carolina, but. Upper there poor. Was, I I will go yeah, far. For, okay, I will go poor. far middle class. Upper poor. Okay. Because, upper okay. Poor. <laughs> it's a certain uh, way of growing up as opposed to, like I said, LeBron. Dad wasn't around. Grew up poor. You know. So there's certain situations that you're in, not having anything to eat, which will cause you to act differently when you have a platform and have a voice. Well, so I so. I'll explain it differently, but saying the same thing for people to understand who listen. I got both my parents, you got both your parents. And we understood at a, at a correct me if I'm wrong, we understood at a, at an early age, sometimes you got to keep your head down. My dad had this saying, um, when you got your head in the, in the lion's mouth, you got to slowly get it out <laughs> before you slap them. You know what I mean? Like, so basically he was saying, you can't make a certain kind of move. You can't do certain things until you know you got your footings right. Yeah. So if you're coming from, <clears throat> you coming from a, a background where in North Carolina, in South Carolina, in Georgia, in Alabama, it ain't no different. None of these states. You understand what Jim Crow is. Even yeah. though Jim Crow might have ended, you know, technically years ago, you understood. It's totally you understood what the what the what the railroad tracks mean. You know what I mean. You understood when you are in a mix. Well, what was beat into you at, at also at the same time, you also understood that, hey, you are here and you can easily have it taken away from you. So what do you do? You know what I mean? Do you do you make rah-rah noise while you got your head in the lion's mouth? Or you know what I mean? Or do you get to a point where you know you can be outside and play differently? I think at that time, Jordan still had his head in the lion's uh, mouth. You, you know what but, I mean? As far well, as... for one thing, granted, like you say, he was... All world, everything, 10% of GMP. But the other thing, too, was growing up like that, 
you could easily be reminded you're still black. Yeah. I think that was Jim Crow wasn't around, but it was around. I think that this because a lot of people um, on social media started to say, well, this see, this is why LeBron is better because he's because he wore a T-shirt before a game. I mean, I understood the reason for it, but this is a prime example of. I, you, I'm not expecting any celebrity to do anything for me as far as any social issues. Some be, so many people are expecting the celebrities to do and that's that what, work that's what and expect something to change. And if someone's like not not willing or just doesn't feel right about it or whatever Jordan felt. I, that's OK with me because like I can't expect them to do that. Right. Because. It's not in him. That's it's not in him. That's and not. And if he I'm, does I'm, it, you gonna know it's. It's fake. not his job. And yeah. you gonna know it's fake. Yeah. Too. If he if he tries, if he tries, to, tries do to do it, you like you not sincere. So that's even worse. Don't you know? Don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Yeah. yeah. So don't be insincere <laughs> about it. If you are gonna be sincere and say, hey, I look at it. I'm a basketball player, and this is what I do. I leave that for somebody else. Then okay. Yeah. I mean, even um, Obama said, yeah, we would have liked to seen it. You know. And I think, and like you said, to this day, he'll always be knocked for that because he didn't say anything. But but he's also a it guy. Is what it is. He's also a guy to where some people still feel he doesn't do it now, and some people still believe in the he invested in a prison, even though that is a white guy named yeah. Michael Jordan would, not, that not, has not, been disproven. Not, I was about to say it's you got, not you got the basketball false player Michael Jordan. Out there that people still hang on to it. So right. the prisons and then. You know, then people try to start turning. You see, I seen it just this week. People, because yes, over the weekend the Jordans got released, yeah. and everybody was in line. And to so give. now, so now I've seen people literally are like, well, you know, Jordan should have said something, or Nike should have said something. No, those folks are at their free will. To go out and to get go out there They could have went it. online like anybody like, else, or they could have not gone at all. Right. Like, cause where are you gonna <laughs> wear them to anyway? You see what I'm saying? So like. People, people, are, people are at their free will, and so to do what they want. And he's not, you know, this last dance is out, and Nike was going to release these shoes regardless of the right, pandemic. Regardless of or they, they were going to release them anyway. And so folks are at their free will to do what they want. He's also been a guy, though, that does things quietly. Like he opened up a, a, a rec center that he named after his father. He, he donates to yeah. various charities during uh, – He's donated to hospitals during, you know, this pandemic. Yeah. So he's doing stuff. It's just not out in front of people. And just because and it's not out in front of people, that, that means he's not doing anything. That's just right. not now, how it I is. I will say something to you now. When we start talking about athletes and what they do and you start taking the measurements of all of them. Now, I think we had this a few years ago. We were like, who were the best athlete, athletes of, of all time? When you start putting it, when you start adding up championships, um, accolations, what they've done outside the sport court. and all that kind of stuff. And the top three for us, if I was Ali, Ali, Serena, Serena, um, uh, Kareem Abdul, yep, and LeBron, yeah, in no particular order. You know what I mean? As far as those, you know, people who actually did stuff and then you know put their that neck out there. That school for LeBron is beyond amazing. Which I think a specialist coming up on that as far as uh, the this first is, ones this that is are third graduating. Or fourth year, third or fourth year now. No, this is the, the first school. one for the no. This is the first, first graduating, graduating team. class. So it's four years. The, no, this is the first year that it's been open. No, the school's been open. Mm-mm, this the is school? the first year of the school. LeBron school. Yeah, it's been two years. Two it's years. Been two okay, years. Yeah. Two years. Okay. okay. 
I'm about to say, to have a graduating class, that at least be two or three years. Okay. But yeah, to, to, to see that is amazing. And looking forward to to when that is releasing everything. Hey, we'll see. Uh, this is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. We'll be right back. Hey, let me know if somebody got those, um, what was it, fire red? Yeah, them fire red size 12. They're going to have a markup on them. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't gouge me. It's a pandemic. It's going to be your it's entire stimulus check. <laughs> The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at Real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown. On WWWE 1100 AM. Well, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404 8770 Appreciate everyone on Periscope. We're back on Facebook. Had a little technical difficulties there. Somebody didn't plug in. <laughs> I was on my, I was on my Irvin Johnson. <laughs> I just said somebody. <laughs> I was on my Irvin Johnson, according to Greg. You know what I mean? I didn't give a three in the game with three times. <laughs> oh, we were talking about uh, the last dance before we went to break, and uh, we're gonna finish up this NBA real quick before we move on. Uh, NBA and Adam, Adam Silver are considering, and when they mean all options are possible, all options are possible. Finishing the season down in Disney World Resorts in Orlando. I am 
I, I'm with you. You said by the 15th, so they got. What's the day? The fourth. Four. They got eleven days. May the fourth be with you. They got eleven days. Lem. 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 Lem days. We on the we on the south. Lem. Got lem days. Um, I think I think I think their best option is to go ahead and somehow figure out how to finish twenty twenty, and then go straight into twenty twenty one. Because just call this season a wash. No, finish the season six months from now. They they would. Oh, okay. They were talking about finishing the 2020 season you. prior to going into the 2021 season. I think that's their best option because the problem with the problem with basketball and football is going to have the same issue. We and we talked about this already. Yeah. Which sports allow you to al- allow for you to do things without having much fan interaction? That's tennis. That's golf. That's race. That's NASCAR. Yep. Um, that's the that's derby. It. The which going, you which know was I mean? the first time we didn't have the Derby since it started. Um, so, you know, everybody else, it's just, the fans they are make, just, they, they are make just as important as... Otherwise, we're watching a scrimmage. I mean, if you look at with the NFL, they're like, they're they're operating as if nothing has changed. That's Well, you have... Or nothing will change. The only thing that, the only major thing, I guess, is they announced they're expected to announce that there will be no international games. Well, it, it won't be. So the one in Mexico and the four in London are out. Right. Yeah. So but, Jacksonville has two extra home and, games. And the Falcons got their two games because they were supposed <laughs> to be over this year too. Um, but there, but the one thing NFL has been able to do, unlike everybody else, they've been able to sit back and watch what everybody else has gone through. So they've been able to sit back and watch the Major League Baseball come up with 19 different things, you know what I mean? And still well, and, and they have the advantage of not being able to have a season start until September. September. So, so they yeah, have a chance. They to, have time, so they can still go. But out. don't don't think that they don't have. They got a bunch of contingencies. In yeah, place. yeah, but they they don't have to announce anything about those contingencies because it ain't even time to it's announce what's going on the regular season. Right. Whereas everybody else has to throw things on the wall because their season has either was already going on NHL, NBA, college basketball, yep. or was about to start about to Major start. League Baseball, right. you know, soccer, all those things. So they're forced to let people kind of know or kind of give hope or have a PR to like, you know what, don't leave yet. We still got this plan maybe. Right. Or don't leave yet. We still it, got it this plan. Happen. It could it happen. It could could happen, yeah. So they're forced to do that. I think the NBA's best thing is to go ahead and – So would you play games down in – Orlando at Disney World Resort and just have I rather them play games down in Vegas. Well, Vegas has offered well, yeah, Vegas all their offered. whatever yeah. facilities yeah. are yeah. necessary. Right. That mayor is like, come on out, we don't care. We <laughs> well, she does not care at all. She like does not care at all. Yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, listen, somebody gonna die. Right. As long as they die with these slots going, we good. But I. I, f- I feel the NBA should do what Major League Baseball is probably going to wind up doing. Play half your guy, half your teams down in Orlando. Play your other half in, in, Vegas. In, in Vegas because you have facilities in both those places. You've done the preseason, you know, scrimmage games in Orlando before. You've done your, you know, your yeah. your, your um, summer league. Summer, summer league is always Vegas. Vegas. So you already have those things in place. I eat Major League Baseball is grapefruit and cactus. Cactus League, in, Arizona, um, Florida. In Florida, right? So I, I think that, the, and then you can control, and then I think you still. But those people are going to be quarantined for like 
Well, baseball has a problem because they got to be quarantined possibly for eight months. Eight months. Basketball, I only got to quarantine you for three month? months, 90 days. You know, however. Two months if you start playoffs immediately. Yeah. So, well, let's say you start playoffs as of, if you, get, if you say March 15th, so you, you, you say, you know what, we're going to go with that. You say June 1, everybody reports. I would say July 1. And July 1, you start playing. July 1, you but start June playing. But June 1, you, everybody yeah, reports. everybody reports to their team facility. Yeah, and then and July 1, you July play. 1. So July. So in August. So July August, August for the playoffs and the championship, and then you then you, you then, delay. Then you know. Then you go to what you already said you want to do anyway. Yeah, which is the start, season start the season after Christmas, Christmas Day, and now go ahead and do that moving forward, and then that gives the break, you know, for the guys, and then, then you can start uh, bringing your rookies along and all that kind of good draft picks along. Because and all they've that already kind of delayed, um, haven't delayed the draft yet, but they delayed the rookie combine. Mm-hmm. The NBA did. Yeah. And the other thing too is, what do you do? Also, staying in basketball uh, with the NCAA because those guys normally start coming back to school in the summertime, football and basketball. So, looking at basketball, then of course you wouldn't have that start until later on in the year, to where you probably just do. Well, obviously, you won't have those classes like Maui Classic mm-hmm. and the Puerto Rico Classic yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You probably go straight to conference play which is usually around after Christmas break so like January yeah well like well right around Christmas break is when you start conference play mm-hmm. so you could probably start that season January February March probably in April and then probably have the final four around May at that point that's the only thing that could possibly happen but again all of this is still going to be primarily without fans now NFL well, I think it's talking about. I think they can still have fans. I think. I think with the well, NBA, again with, 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 with the NBA involved, I think you can still have fans because you got the smaller venues, which allows you now to, if you sell tickets to individuals, you can now control who you let come in to the, and then you can but also you have to test. also with smaller in the smaller. You have to venues. test every fan every single time. Well, maybe 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 you don't have fans for the first round. But maybe you start having fans for the semi and the finals of the conference, and then obviously for and have the, them social distance. Yeah, it remains to be seen how you know. all this is going to play out. Um, one thing that is coming back is NASCAR. Well, and, oh my bad, not cut you off. But also the reason why I say you can do that because the states are opening opening up so much. You know, no one is what you know. There's a handful of states now that are in shelter in place. So you know, especially Florida, it's like here in Georgia. We are back to somewhat of a regular routine. Vegas, Nevada, we've already said, you know what I mean? They could care less. They don't have a plan. <laughs> they, <laughs> there is no there plan. Is no plan. that second wave hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so, I mean, so, you know, all citizens, you have states that have now, you know, kind of, re- you know, let go of the shelter in place and letting people come back, you know, let people out and doing their regular thing. I don't think the PR hit as will hit as bad, especially if you – are able to put some contingencies in place in on place. how you let people in. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see a full, a jam-packed small venue. But I wouldn't have a problem if the venue held ten thousand people and you had thirty-five hundred scattered about. Scattered you about. know what I mean? I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't look at that like, oh my God, you know, they don't have no, 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 um, 
recourse to what's going on, especially when I'm in a state that don't problem, care anyway. No, the only problem would be if someone gets sick. <laughs> uh, so in North Carolina, the, the governor Roy Cooper uh, was trying hard to make sure NASCAR went off without a hitch because he wants that Coca-Cola 600 that's going to happen um, May 24th to be there, and it looks like it will happen according to NASCAR. They will officially have that race on Sunday, May the 24th, the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte. But of course, before that, the very first race will be in Darlington. That'll be Sunday, May 17th. And of course, all of these in the month of May will be without fans. And of course, like I said, um, probably, uh, of course, golf is gonna start back up uh, within the next month. NASCAR is starting and we'll see what happens with tennis, what matches will happen. But those are the ones, as you mentioned, you don't have to worry about fans so much as being an integral part of the race experience. It's good to have it, but to be on the safe side, that's what they're gonna do. So I look for also NHL to kind of follow the same thing that the NBA is doing. Having a having a rink in Canada and a rink on the border somewhere. And that can't be New York, so that you got to be somewhere. Maybe other Michigan. It can't be Detroit. No, because yeah, Detroit is being hit bad. Been hit bad. So, yeah. um, it. Uh, I actually think somebody said South Dakota, or North Dakota. It was one of them, but somewhere where right, yeah. there not, isn't a lot of. Okay, not the state that has the the meat plant where there's that's, like that's, that's three hundred people. That's, that's South Dakota. South Dakota. So then North Dakota. North Dakota or Wyoming. Ain't nobody in Wyoming. <laughs> Shout out to Wyoming, Ch- Cheney. <laughs> I know my, I know my cabinet, baby. Cabinet. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see, to see, you know, how Cheyenne. NHL I think it's, I think it's, it. I think it's pronounced Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Look like Cheney to me. It's Cheyenne. <laughs> you had to remember how to say it. Somebody all. from Wyoming called. Is it Cheyenne or is it Cheney? It's Cheyenne. It's Cheyenne. Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he going to say something different anyway. What'd you make of geography, man? I got an A. <laughs> minus. You sure? A minus. If <laughs> Cheyenne or Cheney. Hey, that was the one he got wrong, so he remembered. You always remember the one you get wrong. If Cheyenne or Cheney, Cheney was one of the picks, I, I picked it because it was the same thing to me. Cheyenne. <laughs> That's that South Carolina education for you. <laughs> got A minus. <laughs> I told you A minus. <laughs> But uh, NHL is doing the same thing. It's trying to figure out how they're going to handle the rest of their season and and what will happen. But the interesting thing that uh, has come out of this is the uh, San Jose Sharks, Everett Kane. Um, He was hoping that the NHL does a better job of showcasing um, the league. And that's one of the things that they have fallen short on. Now, we give them a lot of credit for uh, rule changes. They'll try something for a year or two. If it works, they keep it. If it doesn't, they yeah. scrap it. But they need to make their players more accessible, making more household names. And during this pandemic, uh, he was saying, "This, hey, this is the time where you're supposed to do this. Uh, you're supposed to have the stories about, you know, what we're going through, what went on, and to really have people understand what NHL is all about because like you say everybody's grasping for anything sports related which is why the last dance has been the best yeah 
I mean, thing it, on TV, it, it, bar what, none this year. What they could have been doing is showing some old instant classics. Of they are, but they're not focusing not on current players. The current players and the story behind those current players, like how they got started. And, you know, we all know that ESPN is good. Well, tell those, them go to ESPN. They put all your bad news out. Right. You, you, <laughs> if you really want to know what's going on. 30 for like, 30s <laughs> or E60s, you know, yeah. to start talking about the, the player who uh, got cut from the high school team or who went through high school all four years and won a championship. Now he's on this stage and because he went to a bad team, he's taking losing hard. You know, any kind of story out there to help people understand who these players are because once you can put a face with something, then you start to follow. Yeah. I mean, we, we sit here and we talk about the numbers that involve with the, the, the cases that have been uh, and the deaths of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Especially if but it becomes somebody. When who, you, you know, know yeah. that that's someone's grandmother or that's someone's aunt or that's your sister or whoever, it becomes a lot more real at that point. So that's what he was saying. Hey, make it about us. I'm going back to the last dance again with Jordan saying, hey, it's about the players. Mm-hmm. Focus on the players and then you'll have people watching. But NHL also has a little bit of a problem, and I know they try to spread their stuff out into certain certain markets. Um, it's you know, I, I can't talk for say Nashville's market, but obviously it didn't work here in Atlanta. Some of that might have been right. ownership and whatnot, but twice. <laughs> see, yeah, so twice. You know what I mean? So you know they have, unfortunately, they have a problem where it ain't ten degrees below zero everywhere. You know, like right half. Three, two thirds of the country don't grow up with skates on. You know, a majority of the country grows up and they either going to have a basketball or football or a soccer ball in front of them or a tennis or racket baseball. or a baseball before they even get to hockey. Uh, you know, skates. You yeah. know what I mean? And then if you talk about skates, we're talking about roller skates. I mean, you know, you ain't talking about ice skating or whatever. So, uh, they, <laughs> yep. Um, so they have, they have a problem just. Geography wise, you know what I mean? But to, but again, still to the guy's point, this is an opportunity where you had an open window to kind of get some inroads and right. they didn't take advantage of nah, it. Nah, we're not saying that they finna overtake, you know, baseball any one of them, but you can still grow the fan base to where if, you know, if you're watching TV and things are back to normal, hey, I might check in on this game for a few minutes and see yeah. because I know. This player now, I've heard his story. Mm-hmm. I know his background. You go so check I'll him out. watch a few minutes of it. Yeah, you want to check him out. Right. And that, and that's what you need. You need the casual fan to know who your stars are. Outside of Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, I don't think that's anybody it. else knows other names. We do. Right. Uh, no, no, I'm saying when I say when, when I say we do, I'm talking about a society, but you got to go, it's going to go back to, um, I just had his name until I said that. Um, <laughs> The great one, Gretzky. Gretzky. You know what I mean? Like you, you knew Gretzky if, if back you, in the if day. You add, if you ask the average person, name me a a, a hockey star. The, they like don't say Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. He retired 25 <laughs> years right. ago. So that's the that's the problem I'm saying NHL has. Make and like you said, this is the time now for you to start telling these stories about these guys so that you know who they are. Um, before we go to break, your boy Pete Rose has been accused of using a court back. While he was in uh, Montreal, no problem, no problem. It ain't, it ain't steroids, so he's good. <laughs> you know who else used the court back? Brent. 
uh, what was his name? Brett, uh, that had the tall on there. George Brett. George Brett. You know who else used a court bat? Probably all the Yankees. <laughs> Anybody in the 80s put extra tall, I don't care. <laughs> but don't, the thing is, you know how long he played? It ain't gambling. But you know how long, <laughs> listen to how long he played with them. Two-thirds of a season. He got 72 hits out of his 4,256 with a Supposedly, a somebody dug that up. <laughs> Someone thinks, "Oh, Pete Rose, he's, he's about to Man. he's about to be reinstated we were, by Major we League talk, Baseball." Exactly. We need to get some. We need to get something else on it. Anytime Pete Rose's name started to come up, probably as the same possibly per, probably the same person that's trying to help out, trying to get Biden. Right. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you try to get closer to Pete don't send me to hate mail, y'all. Fame, I'm just playing. I have no idea. Anytime Pete Rose is getting close to being even remotely thought of being a Hall of Fame, they, something's going to come out. You can't tell me this guy played for 20 years. You didn't know and he had and a all of a sudden, he had a court back in Montreal. A, you didn't know he had a court back then? If you find out all the other stuff about it, you know he had a court back then. He played in Cincinnati for, what, 20 years, it seemed like? And no, he never had a broken bat at any point to where you could have said, oh, there's a court bat. It was know. never discussed. I didn't know you can find Montreal's paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could that year that it, they had one of the greatest teams yeah, know, yeah. ever put together, but because of the um, the short, lockout, the short in the season, yeah, yeah, they weren't allowed to to finish. That would have been um, pitcher Pedro's probably first World Series win with that team that they had. But again, he played two thirds of the season there, and this is what they're gonna bring up. Put the man in the Hall of Fame, but they're not gonna do it till he's six feet yeah, under. Yeah, we said that. <laughs> Sad he's, to he, say. He's, he's not going to get in. It's weird that we care so much about, as far as baseball, it's all about the numbers, it right? Is. Not really about championships, or, but it's yeah. all about how you did individually. Mm-hmm. And we got the guy with the most hits ever and the most home runs ever. And they're probably never getting the Hall of Fame. Not alive. Not, not while alive, not yeah. Alive. I'll give you that. Not, definitely not, not Pete Rose. There's still hope for uh, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Because once, because the problem, the problem is going to happen. They're so concerned about numbers, and you're starting to see it now when these guys are coming up for the uh, for the Hall of Fame, and their numbers are so watered down because you got to skip a whole decade of justifiable guys. You're like, you how know, how is this possible to put in somebody with only three thousand yeah, hits? Yeah, yeah, well, no, I'm talking about you. You putting guys in now that hit two oh two, and you they're know, skipping you, guys that. If they had even a hint of steroid rumor on them, but then they're skipping guys that the writers just didn't like. Yeah, like of course. Why isn't Manny Ramirez in the Hall of Fame yet? Because they don't like him. He's got over 550 home runs. He's won two World Series. Yeah, a couple he, batting titles. But, but he was he 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 was the equivalent of. Dion, he was defiant, and in, in the as far as dealing with oh, because he had a personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you look at um, How even, in the pen. even Pui right now being um, bounced around. Uh, where yeah. is he going to now? He's going to Cleveland. He was in Cleveland last year. I don't know where he's at now. He went to Cincinnati. Then he went to and, Cleveland. No, he's going to the. Um, the Giants. He's on the. Giants. Um, He's going to the Giants. No, he he is a free agent. Yeah, but it, the Giants are talking about picking him up though. So again, how does a person of that caliber being bounced around all of a sudden because he's been, according to them, defiant? 
Yeah, I mean, you get you get a bad name and it sticks with you. And it sticks. Whether you've done anything wrong or not, it sticks with you. But back to Pete Rose, he deserves... <clears throat> back to baseball in general. <clears throat> Pete Rose is not getting it. I think the commissioner who kicked him out wrote something that said anybody that ever out. becomes the commissioner of not, baseball... Uh, uh, Bart Giamatti. Yeah. Bart Giamatti. Yeah. He, he died like shortly after. Yeah. But I, I think he put in there, you don't become the commissioner if you agree to putting Pete Rose in. So they got to sign off on that before they become the... Because no commissioner even looks at Pete Rose. Rose. They, don't, they come in, they don't answer the question, they don't take it up. Well, uh, Manfred, didn't, didn't he like, he's like, I'll think about it. That was just to go to the next question. <laughs> um, but, hey, but, can but, I go out this weekend? I think, think about, about it. it. That, that means no. You. That means no. You, mean, you remember, yeah. hey, hey, Mark, can I go out this weekend? I think about they get back to you on Sunday. We're trying to go to school. <laughs> Sunday night. Hey, Sunday night. <laughs> did you ask me? Did you ask me? <laughs> That's Pete Rose. So the, <laughs> the other problem with baseball, and you look at it, I mean, granted now Pete Rose is, you know, he does some television stuff, you know, yeah, um, broadcasting. Nowhere nothing. near but the amount you, of money. But you got people revered now. A Rod is revered. I, he A-Rod got a job is, on the, the MLB Network. He is the steroid boy. Right. Poster for it. Every team he was on. I know. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more to discuss. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. Be right back. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Attention, radio station listener. This might make you say, Ermigard! Get this station in 1,500 live stations plus a custom station you can create all in one right now. Download the free app now at iHeartRadio.com. Ermigard! Ready? One, you will do this four times with the left, four with the right, then eight times with both, then repeat.
And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404. 603-8770, also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. Uh, we just finished up talking about baseball. And before we go to NFL real quick, first time ever Little League World Series going to be canceled. Yep. Because of this. Uh, Is the Derby pandemic. canceled or they having the Derby? No, Derby was canceled. They canceled the they, Derby. They did a simulation of all the big Derby winners well, okay. and Sagittarius won. It, it looked real okay. the way they had it. But it is amazing that this is the first time ever you didn't have – they what they deem as the fastest two minutes in sports, yeah. but uh, yeah, Sagittarius won the simulated uh, Kentucky Derby. Okay. Right, they had so, their yeah. own version of iRacing. Right, uh, there is a possibility that it will happen in September. Maybe that's what. Okay, I didn't realize they did the i the, the simulation. Simulation. I, I just thought I, I was reading something that said they were going to still have the Derby, but maybe the, that's what September. Okay. Right now. Right now. Right. Which is fine. So everything fine. else, everything else, like everything else is on the table. But Little League World Series is canceled. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be next year, and that's the first time ever. Um, NFL, uh, Don Shula, 90 years old, passed away today. Uh, real quick, who are your Mount Rushmore's of um, coaches? Obviously, Shula. Yeah, Shula's on there. Uh, only undefeated season. You got Two time, four. no, four time coach of the year. Yeah. Two time, two time champ. Champ, yeah. Uh, 347 wins. Yep. Regular season. All with one organization? No, he was with no, the Baltimore. No, he's the coast to coach. Coach for okay. The Baltimore Yo, coach with Johnny United. Johnny United and then came over. That's right. Yeah. Um. Uh, so you got you got Shula, my man from San Fran. John Walsh. John Bill, Bill, Walsh. Bill, Bill Walsh. Walsh. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. I'm a homer, but I got uh, Gibbs. Gibbs. I knew you were going to say that. I got Gibbs. And you got to look. And then the fourth one, I mean, I guess everybody's going to have to go to uh, the Packers. Um, Lombardi. 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 I got Lombardi. Shula, obviously. I'm going to go Bill Walsh. And the fourth one. Now, you, that's the Steelers. Like I said, Belichick, I'm a homer. No. no. I don't have though. I, I can't put Belichick. On. I mean, he's gonna go down on there, but I just I can't put him on there. Maybe when he retires, he gets up there, but now he's still coaching. So no, that's how you, that's how you got that. That's like he's still coaching. <laughs> now, I, now I will say I, I pick Gibbs because he's a, I'm a homer. But if you I see hold, I can if see you hold Gibbs. my feet to the fire, then I'm going my man at, at, from Pittsburgh. Chuck No. Chuck No. Chuck No. That's tough. Honorable mention is um, I might go Cowboys. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. No, no, Landry. Landry. I go Jimmy Johnson almost. Not long enough. He, he totally he total coach maybe like ten years in the NFL. Yeah. I need not. not I gotta say you gotta coach at least minimum ten to be considered. But wait. what he did was win two. He won three. He only got credit for well, two. They, they, you only won you two know minutes. what I'm saying? But I know, I'm saying I know. That, he, other that other team, team was sub- because yeah, yeah, of him. Yeah. That 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 for me. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I, I, uh, Lombardi, trophies after him. So right, yeah, but Lombardi, Shula, Shula, and Walsh are easy. Walsh, Those three. Yeah. Now the fourth because Walsh brought in the West Coast offense, a whole new offense that nobody had even heard of. Landry though, him. Landry coastal about fifty years. Same, you know. So did Shula, you can say that. Well, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> Shula was 33 yeah. years. 
Shula coached for 33 years. So, um, it's actually hard, really, that for fourth, the NFL coaches. That fourth one, you can go for a lot. I mean, the reason why I say Gibbs because you like the skin. No, no, but, to but Gibbs, I'm saying, but Gibbs won three Super Bowl with three different quarterbacks, and you and outside of Thiesman, the other two jokers. Well, I mean, much love to my man uh, Doug, Williams. Doug. Doug Williams, but his career wasn't. Yeah, you know tough. what I mean? I can make a case for a lot of them for number four, but I think those three are kind of across the board. The fourth one depends on who you like. I guess for most part, if you're a Steelers fan or grew up in that era, you're gonna say that. Say yeah, it really it really depends fan. on the era because I think a lot of people are, will say Shula, Walsh, Walsh and uh, Lombardi, Lombardi. Lombardi. That's it. And, and probably Lombardi. Landry, and it'll be a, an argument between Landry and Chuck Knoll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. no one for Super but no, Bowls. No, beat him head to head more than you know. And what no mean? beat beat Landry, Landry twice. Okay. Twice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I might have to go no. Then. That's that's you know. I might I mean? have to go no. That's, that's the splitting the head. That's the splitting the head. Right. Like, well, no got a winning record against him in the Super Bowl. So and what so what's it like talking about Shula coach thirty three years? I mean, it's we'll never see something like that again. Yeah, we won't see. Coaches the nose. are getting a year. Yeah, you won't see the nose, the Shulas. Even and the Landry's. Belichick, Belichick is, 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 is an a, aberration yeah, of what's going on now. Yeah. Which is uh, why when it's all said and done, he'll be up there. Yeah. I just can't put him up there because I know he cheated. So, but the way you get over it, he said he's still coaching. He's still coaching. Still coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Look, even even Shula called Belichick called him Belichick. Don yeah. Shula called yeah. him that. right. Yeah. So, so that tells y'all you need. Yeah. Know. Once again, <laughs> perfect season. Um, Ninety years is a long time. Yeah, he and, lived. He lived two lives. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think about it. We look at, we look at Kobe, he and he was the only one to stop mighty five Bears from being an undefeated team. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. hey, he put out all the stops on that. Yeah, point. he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick before we uh, go to our caller, uh, we talked about the Cowboys. So Andy Dalton is officially signed. How you feel about that? Uh, Three million dollars guaranteed. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> one year, seventy million. Is he a top fifteen million. quarterback? Because you on your team now, or no? I never said he was. Never said he wasn't. <laughs> I, ne- I never said he was top fifteen. Okay, so are he's top fifteen now? Says you're on your uh, no. <laughs> but that was a, a great pickup, though. I didn't. I when I Andy Dalton was let go by Cincinnati, which was only four days ago. I was thinking uh, possibly Steelers, Patriots. Um, I was Patriots, and that was it. But then I, I think I, I maybe Steelers. if not Patriots, I was like who else? And we were like maybe Jacksonville, Jacksonville, and the, the Steelers. That's it. It was only those three. Cowboys weren't mentioned at all. So for them to get him for just three million dollars guaranteed was an actual steal. But now, it's leverage, but compared though. to it's, it's, it is it's leverage. leverage on it's that. leverage against well, that. Not, not really. Yes, it is. How you mean? He's okay. Dak has been franchised from right? what? Yes. So he's going to get his. What, 14 Dalton and signed to a one dollars. year contract. Yes. Yes. So basically, Dak is too. The, right. <laughs> this was only like, this was a very small difference between what they're paying Dalton to what they would have been also paying Cooper Rush. So they waived Cooper Where Rush. They let Co- right, Cooper Rush. So, like, let's have someone more experienced as the backup. Well, I guess so. Just you in put case, all these because. Weapons around them. You Just in case, because we got Dak on one year while we're trying to get him a new deal. I don't think it's leverage against Dak at it all. It is, because I you paid your running back, you played your wide receiver, you didn't drafted a great okay, wide receiver. Okay, so Winston you is leverage played. against Breeze, because Breeze is like, no, I want to play no, 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 45. No, 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 Winston is no, the backup plan when Breeze gets hurt or when Breeze retires this year. Right. Winston is going to have between Winston no, and It's and, leverage and against Breeze. Breeze no, is like, no, no I'm going to play until no, I'm no, 45. No. Everybody knows when you come to New Orleans, it is Breeze and Sean Payton. 
and that's the end of it. Period. And the other thing is, they already but gave Jay, Brees, but Jameis is from Alabama. They already gave Brees and his from money. the area of Alabama, where the Saints are their team. Brees his money. He's locked. They haven't gotten Dak's and negotiation on his contract done. It's been gone. about a year now. We've been talking about Dak not getting paid. No, two and years. Everybody else, two years. And everybody else has gotten paid they except knew, for him. They knew this train was coming home two seasons ago. And you didn't pay that man. Andy Dalton has been in the playoffs. What? Six, seven times, yeah. whatever. No playoff win. Zero playoff win. wins. Yeah. Dak has two division champions and a playoff win, and you still but, ain't paid this but man. But this tells, but this this shoots the this shoots the bow over the uh, <laughs> the, this shoots the shot over the over the over the over the over the boat to say, hey, if we don't go next year and things don't go our way, we got as far as the, as, far as, the, as far as the Cowboys are concerned, we got a proven veteran. Yep. As much as we can argue about him being top fifteen or whatever. It's a great pickup because he can slide into that system. But you'll have to sign him to a new contract. Which is That's fine. fine. And he, he won't be, be asking for $45 million. Right. He won't be asking for what Dak is asking for. Because he has zero playoff wins. I can give him I can give him $29 million for two years or three years and then draft somebody, which is another good draft, right. another good crop of quarterbacks are coming, coming out. I can draft one of them. That's the reason why I thought, I always thought we, we were laughing about why was why was um Jerry talking Jerry to Jerry talking to Hurts? I thought he was going to leverage Dak that way. Give me Hurts, Oklahoma boy for one year, but Oklahoma boy, similar similar quarterback as Dak is, and I have him on a three year rookie deal. If I can't get something done with Dak this year, Dak can hit the road to free agency, and I can plug plug Jalen Hurts in. Jalen Hurts. We already know a, Jerry has a plug and play system in his head. He thinks that I can put somebody in that now, can perform I'm gonna just as plug good and play a veteran, a decent right. veteran, no matter how you want to yeah, put him decent. at. He's a decent veteran. And he's from Texas. Yeah, TCU. He, got, he still got a house in Dallas. Yeah. He, he, he a, a household name. Everybody knows who he is. It works out perfectly. <laughs> Dak in trouble. Dak, Dak, Dak better sign for 31, 29 and a half. He need to come to the table and Not say, only, the only bad part, they did this while his brother's death, though. I mean, that's the unfortunate when, part, but when it's know. time of negotiation, money is war. I, I get the man at his weakest. Hey, you can't tell me. Now I, I gotta admit, the Cowboys have been doing a good job lately. They had a great draft. Got a great draft. I, I hate the Cowboys, up. but I get to, they, got, they had a great draft. <laughs> now I got move. now if Dak gets hurt, I got a veteran quarterback. If Dak plays hardball, I can hit the road and I don't drop off. Yeah, you don't lose everything. Yeah. You know you'd much rather have Andy Dalton than Cooper Rush. Especially with everything that you paid for to uh, put a great system around that. I I understand that. But I I don't think it's a leverage though. Okay. I just don't All I right. just don't see it that way. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Can the Cowboys now really play hard? They've been playing hardball with them anyway. Do they franchise? Because they never say what the guarantee. They, now the, the holdup is a guarantee. Yeah, now, do you think they can really play? Do you believe they can really play hardball with Dak now, or don't you think they can't play hardball with him now that I have a, a, a solid, veteran. valid backup? Well, I think they 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 can, but if they, then that's I mean, they're not. They're look. They're not going <laughs> to franchise him again. They're gonna. I think they're gonna. They're willing to let him walk, and I I, I get that, but. I think I still think they're going to try. They're going to try to do something to sign him long term. 
I know. I'm not saying they're not. I don't think they're just going to let him walk. I'm not saying they're not going to try to. I'm saying though that they're if, the, if that's your guy, you should. I think that it's a, it's ago. more of a contingency plan than leverage. Well, I just no, I, I feel I feel now that if we know that they're playing hardball now because they could not come to a meeting of the minds and he got franchised. I don't think now this move makes them change. Well, they, they could. They technically could franchise him again. It'd just be an astronomical. It'll be fifty million. million. Yeah, yeah. Be it'll be so, fifty yeah. million. So yeah. they let him walk. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Now I don't have to come to the table. All the pressure is on Dak and his people to come to the table or to come meet them at whatever the meeting point is. That's leverage. That guaranteed when, money. When you when you're negotiating. <laughs> you now have for leverage. Dak. Remember the movie uh, Heat? And the guy was like... Well, Dak is in trouble, though. Dak has now... Dak. Everything before now has been... He had the upper hand. Because yeah. he was the one that had and gotten him to... Again, two division mm-hmm. championships. Uh, a playoff win. You need me to run this offense And the only move place. the Cowboys had was the franchise. Right. Now the Cowboys have an additional move. The additional move is right. I can go. But the thing is, it's not. It's not surprising because a lot of teams are. The, he's he, the 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 only thing Dak can do is just he has to play better than he did in 2019, and they have to make a deep playoff run. And to where I think he will, if he wants that 40 million, he may well, be worth it. Then he he it depends on the defense to them. Too. He to them he hasn't shown that he's been worth it yet. And you see all these teams that are declining their uh, fifth the, year. their fifth these fifth year yeah, options we, we because they weren't fifth year. they yeah. weren't producing. Yeah, yeah. So well, the problem, I think, but I, he's produced more than a lot of these players. Yeah, he but, still has more to prove but, in the Cowboys' eyes but, to the team's but, eyes. He has but more. Unfortunately to prove. for Dak, he had the worst game at the worst time. You cannot lose that the Eagles game. game. Yeah, yeah. Eagles game. You win, you in. You win, you in. If he had it. a good game and they still lost, that's lost, different, right? They lost 27-24. No, and, a 34-30 where you yeah, you're I'm putting up say, numbers, yeah, but the, the defense, defense is you can't the lose seventeen nine. Right. That, that's unacceptable. But that I mean that's why Garrett's gone. So. Garrett and he gonna be gone man. next year if he have another seventeen nine. They wind up being eight and eight. Let's just say they wind up ten and six, and he has uh, he has a, a horrible game in the playoffs, and it's one and done. He gone. He gone. He can throw for five thousand yards. It's almost one and done. In unfortunately, the right now with that move, with that move to me outside looking in, it's almost Super Bowl or bust for him. Um, <laughs> or NFC Conference Championship, yeah, or bust. Yeah. Hello, we got a call on the line. Hello. Hey, this is Okinawa Slim from Slim. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Slim, how you doing? what's up? Man, I hear all this talking about the NFL and how it's going. And there's some coaches. I was, you know, Asia, when you uh, did mention um, Chuck Noel from Pittsburgh, I was going to say, you got to mention his name because he, his name, he was out. That was there when he was winning. But, you know, you think about it, though. That first Super Bowl, that first Super Bowl, Pittsburgh, who, who was the quarterback? The first Super Bowl. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Bradshaw was there for all four of this. Who got who got um the first Super Bowl, who got the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Super Bowl? Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. You talking about Joe Gillum? Joe Gillum. Oh. In the playoff. Yeah. Well. He got him to the playoff and then all of a sudden they weren't gonna let him start. They let Terry Bradshaw start. There you go. So man. Terry Bradshaw got Actually, hurt. I'm gonna get something I to, to, to brag. I ain't know I ain't remember. I know that one. 
Yeah, I was there in Pittsburgh when all that was going on. It, really? There was there was more That's of a quarterback when they were controversy at the time. Iceberg Slim back then. Okay. They called you Iceberg Slim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's real talk, though. So, yeah. he, how many games did he win before they went? He won all those playoff games when Terry Bradshaw got hurt. He won the play. He won. I think he won three playoff games. Wow. Took them. To, got them to the Super Bowl. And he was so disappointed that they wouldn't let him start because he was the one that took got them to that first Super Bowl. And it was a big controversy of, on the African American side of, of why Mark, that took place. A lot of Mark Jackson's out there. I know. <laughs> yeah. Drag him to the yeah. drag him to the promised land. Skip to my loop. Yeah, then don't yeah, don't let him <laughs> with the Atlanta okay. magic. That'd be four out of time. I was trying to figure out how Greg knows all this. You know, and that's why we're having problems now. And and you're right about Andy Dalton and Zach. Zach is under, under a lot of pressure right now, but the biggest thing is, you know, he's got to have a good offensive line, and the defense has got to do some stopping. And Garrett, yes, if Garrett, if, if the Dallas Cowboys do not make it to the NFC Championship, Garrett's going to be gone this year, whether it's family or not. And the scuttlebutt is out there. I'm going to say this to you: when Zach had a, a really bad 2019 season, he was somewhat good, but not all the way. Then Tony Romo's name came up. Oh, we shouldn't let Tony go. Things like that being talked about out there in the community. Well, I mean, so the, the, so yeah. you, I'm glad you brought up. So the problem that, and we talked about it, Dak deserves his money, right? I don't never yeah, want does. to get his he money. Deserves. They gave Romo his money immediately, and Romo hadn't won squat. As far as yeah. postseason yeah. success and all that kind of stuff. Oh, oh at the time, Romo might have been 0-2. Yeah. You know, he yeah. he fumbled the ball away in the, in the wild card game. and. And he lost three straight playoff games. And I mean by that, it was the final game of the season. Had to beat yep. the Giants twice. Had to beat the Philadelphia oh, Eagles. He, he lost all three. It was a winner, winner go home. And he lost. And he lost. No different than yep. Dak, but he still got his money. So yep. pay the man. Dak has Dak has had just his numbers are just as good, if not better, than Romo through that time. He has two playoff wins. One playoff win. One two division champions. Two division champions. One playoff yep. win. But he's you know has seen just more success in the postseason than Romo right. has or just as much as Romo has and now it's time to pay the man what the market is right now mm-hmm. I understand does he maybe by the numbers does he supposed to get it we can no. argue about that yeah, all day but the market, but the market, the market, says market, you pay the market is the market so he deserves the money and that's why mm-hmm. we sitting here my argument with Greg is by making that move by getting Andy Dalton it's the handwriting's on the wall for that you you performed. Are you gone? Whether the team helps you or not, you got to perform. Yeah. Or you gone, and they now have a contingency plan for if he walks because they can't. They the one move that the Cowboys had was to franchise him. They can't franchise Absolutely. him again. Teams well, they don't can, like, but they don't want to pay, pay that fifty money. million. But teams yeah. typically don't franchise any player two times in a row. Typically, yeah. In any other position, you don't do it for the for the, for the quarterback. quarterback. So yeah. I have my backup plan. If we can't come to a meeting of the minds, then it will be Andy Dalton's team, and I find somebody in the in the draft in a heavy quarterback draft next year. Yeah, yeah. And one one thing I want to say, you know, regarding your team, the Washington Redskins, when Doug Williams was back there quarterbacking, you know, there's a lot of things that goes on that I see. Doug Williams could have broke the Super Bowl record against Joe Theismann, but they didn't want that. They just started giving him running plays. I mean, he broke broke the record in the first half against Elway. (laughs) You know, six touchdowns. I, I... 
my, my, my thing with Joe Gibbs, granted, I'm a homer, I'm a Redskins fan, but okay. I so don't. Nothing is going to be no, objectionable. No, 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 no. If you take away and look at Joe Gibbs for that era, you name me another coach that took five different quarterbacks to the playoffs and won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Don Shula, I mean, if it. Uh, Unfortunately, Marino never got one. He would have been the, the other person to do it. He ain't do it. Yeah. And that was during his rookie season or his second season. Right. And we were playing against you know, uh, Joe Montana. Yep. You, you, you look at you look at uh you look at my man uh, Lombardi, he had Bart Starr. Um, you know, you look at Walsh, he had Montana for those years. You, mm-hmm. you know, you look at um you look at Chuck Noll, he had Bradshaw, you know. Uh-huh. Now we learned a little something. He had somebody else for a few of those games. But, right. you know, on, on paper, he had Bradshaw for those years. Right. And then you start looking at everybody else, there's a carousel of, of, of quarterbacks that teams go through. And so for him to, to you know, to win three at the time, too, with Gibbs, the NFC East was really the beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Cowboys mm-hmm. had a, de- a decent team. If the if the if the Redskins weren't winning, the Cowboys were winning. If the Cowboys weren't winning, the Giants were winning. The only teams that we were that was the stopping team was the Eagles. Was the Eagles but the Eagles years. had a different had a decent team as well. They you know they had yeah. White and all those boys, so they weren't no yeah. slouch. So yeah. um, that's the reason why even if I, if I take my homerness my homer out of out of being a Redskins right. fan, okay. there's a yeah. there's an easy argument for Gibbs. So don't don't start right. me. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about it though when. Um, Philadelphia let White go. Where did he go? He went to Green Bay. Green when Green, Bay. He got to Green Bay. Look what happened. Green Bay, Bay win Super Bowl. Yep. Hey, you hey, see? Hey. Defense. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, no. We need you to talk about what you got going on. Oh. We're we, we going to run out of time. We want you. We want to end the show on your high note. So what you got going on? Got My coming high up? note? Yes, yes, sir. Well, first of all, I'm going to need DNA Sports Talk Show logo sent to me so I can put it on a flyer. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> scheduled. Like um, what it is. What I'm doing now is something really big, and I was going to come on the show and talk about it, but I'll give you a heads up. You know, my goal now is based on this pandemic that's going on, and a lot of people are unemployment. I'm going to have to work out the criteria, but my my goal is to partner with a grocery store and to be able to feed at least buy groceries for 20 people. Buy groceries for at least 20 families, I should say. 20 families. I'm going to be doing something. I don't want to release it yet, but... It's gonna take me twelve hours to do it on a pool table. Okay. Okay. And and it's it's not a fundraiser. It's called a food raiser. That's my slogan for it. Food raiser. I'm working on the flyer now, and when that gets set up, then I'll be able to talk a little bit more about it. And you know, and um, we we'll just go from there. I, I think it's a great thing. A lot of people are in need, and you know, I have to be careful too because a lot of people's names that are out there talk about what they want this and that. And a lot of people don't need it. They just want it to build stock up on what they they want to keep for themselves. But I have to find, work the criteria out to be able to raise some money to feed to purchase groceries for 20, 20 to twenty five families. What uh what what month you want to do this in, Slim? I'm looking at June twenty seventh. Okay, I'm looking at June twenty. That we should be open back up for that. If not, then we're going to have DNA Sports Talk Show. Um, to be able to stream what I do, you know, the goal is, I'll tell you, the goal is to try to make 5,000 pool balls in 12 hours. And each ball that I make is worth a dollar. Right. So uh, I, I'm trying to work out some other 
details regarding that, you know, based on every hour or every two hours, whoever can guess the amount of balls that I make within an hour or two hours, then we'll get a prize. Or so here's like so what, what we'll do, Slim. We, we, I'm gonna put, since you're putting us out there and we're going to come through, we're going to say, we're going to do some more. So you already know. Whatever so you ask, so we're there. We're going to reach out to a lot of the individuals who have been on the show and um, see what we can't come up with and see, you know, if they can, we can all put our heads together. And then we'll, you know, run it all through you, though, obviously, because this is your event. But we're going to we'll try to get with all the individuals who've been on the show in the past couple of years and and, and see what uh what we can do to help you out to 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 make this a success. Yep. How about that? OK, well, the goal was I was looking at the number of pool balls that I would have to make. Um, and uh, I talked to the pool room owner. He's already agreed to give me the facility. Um, they're limiting how many people are going to be in there at that time because we're still going to be up under the protection rule. So, um, so it's not amount of people because people can see me if we stream it, and I have 12 hours to make um, 5,000 pool balls. And so we was going to do a uh, um, a world record thing, make 20 in 24 hours, but they said I don't need to put that kind of pressure on myself because it's not about that now. You know, it's about helping the community in a different way and so we can raise enough funding to buy 25 families groceries and there there's a stipulation on the groceries they can't buy any alcohol or any yeah. other stuff they have to yeah. buy food right. yeah you know so and that's what i'm trying to get with this um grocery store now get that solidified and then we can move forward so the at least 30 days with the promotion is going to be taking place so you know I'm still working on the flyers and the details now. And the pool hall has already opened itself up as far as uh, me being there. And I already have a scorekeeper, and I always have a, a referee to monitor everything that I do on the table. You know, like that. And so every hour, there's going to be an announcement of how many balls I've made. I, I, already, I, I already got some ideas sitting here thinking about it, Slim. I'm going to run it past you, how we can make this happen, especially the way technology works. And you said 12 hours, right? Yep. All right, so not not a problem. So that means we need to get at least six people who have been on the show to come out and and, and, and help you out. That's two hours of their time. And last time I did my math, y'all talking about my South Carolina math. Yeah, and you know, you know what it's mean? a little shaky. Six times two, I think, is 12, right? Yep. Last yeah. Time. <laughs> last time that I Boy, checked. I, I'm, I'm hot today. I got the geographic down. I got my multiplication down. So There you go. So we're going to yeah. work. We this got, is the first, Liam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gonna we gonna make this we gonna make this happen. So, um, uh, and that's and my first my first thought though was that to communicate with you all first because your family, regardless of what the situation is, your family, and I respect you all a great deal. So we've always been working together and promoting each other. Or should I help helping each other, just like we help people in the community? Right. You know. Yeah. Hey, you already know. So, you say yeah. the word, we got you. June twenty seventh, yeah. so we keep everybody. We got little over, little over a month and a half. Oh yeah, almost oh, two, yeah. so almost two months to make this work. So yeah. we'll, uh, uh -huh. you give us the details. We'll come. We'll, we'll talk off air, obviously, with a couple of okay. ideas um, that's just going through my head, and then uh, we see if we can we can make this definitely make this a success. Yeah. Well, we'll you know, you definitely logo, gonna be a though. worldwide promotion on this. Yeah, you get the uh, logo. You yeah. get the logo tonight. Okay, yeah, I definitely got to have the logo because that's to me it means a lot, you know. Yeah, and I already, you know, the thing is, 
only a couple of people know about it already. And they're already, even a pool room owner said, whatever I can do to help. Uh, and then I got somebody in Virginia that I mentioned it to them. They said they want to be a part of it. They, I'm, I definitely want to donate something. I don't know what, but I want to donate something. So, you know, it's it's out there right now, but there's no publicity yet. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it just started. Yeah. June 27th. So you you yeah. on, you on the hook for the date now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, that's a Saturday. I just have to give you the, start, the starting time and the ending time. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Oh, so, yeah. And the thing is, I don't know what you all have to do to set up, but that's one of the things we have to talk about. And then if you all want to meet there and see where you need to set up at. Okay. You know, no, we make it happen. It. I already got some stuff in mind, so not, not a problem. We make this happen. And, and do me a favor, though. Make sure you reach out to Rocco, too. You know, just like cause I was going to reach out to him as well. But, you know, he's open to help out wherever he can because his uh, football team is semi-pro uh, football team. Okay. He's, he, he definitely wants to help. But he said anything he can do to help out and be a part of if he wants. That's what he Last time we talked, that's what he said. All right. Sounds good, Slim. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate you all, family. Hey, you know, Slim, DNA Sports Talk Show. Appreciate the, uh, the insight on the on the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. We, you know, know, and Greg, you know, Greg on fire too. I think y'all, uh-huh. y'all might y'all might have called beforehand and set that up. I don't think Greg knew. Oh that. no no no! I know. I used to live in. <laughs> no, Pittsburgh. I know you know. Uh, you I, called I used Greg. to live seventy seven fifteen <laughs> Kelly Street, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. I know. I know you know. Uh, uh, Okina, I know you know, but I'm trying to figure yeah. out how Greg know the answer. <laughs> oh, no. Especially him oh, being I a Dallas fan, more, you know. But I don't want it to turn out that the, the, the you know the talk to turn out that way. But you can read between the lines. Yes, sir. We got, we got it. it. We got yeah. it. Well, tell, and, you know, tell a lot him, of things going on, but it's not going to stop it. Not a problem. And just like I was, you know, I prayed. I'm just going to leave you all with this. First thing I'm going to say to you all is that I've been calling everybody in my phone. And the first thing I say to them is, please be careful, be safe, and be smart during this virus situation. Pay attention because it's real. And we can talk about other things in person. And the other thing I want to say, you know, with this being like this is now, we have to come together as one. Because when I read in the Bible and I prayed on it, it was about the, um, the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. So what I say to you, to everybody out there in the community, united we stand and divided we're going to fall. And that's a true statement there because of the fact that that slogan has been going on. That's what United States of America is. We're trying to unite, but right now we're divided. And if we don't pay attention to this virus from what they're saying, we're going to fall, including the United States, if we don't come together because everybody's being divided right now. We got that. And this Loud is and a clear. true pandemic. It really is true. And I'm being cautious and careful. And I wear my mask every place I go. Yeah. Well, so, Slim, you know, I want you. everybody out there in the, the community to please be safe and listen and pay attention to what's really going on and educate those youth. Well, I've been seeing a lot of youth at grocery stores with no mask on and getting their hands on these carts and all this other stuff, you know? Please be careful out there because I pray for you all and I wish everybody the best in everything that we do. So those are my thoughts, too. Appreciate you, Slim. Um, Stay safe. Okay. We'll give you a holler. We'll talk to you. Yes, sir. And uh, 
Hey, ain't nothing else but to close this show. You find DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.